today we're talking about something that's been all over our Instagram feeds and TikTok feeds this weekend. Sophia Ricci's wedding. Should we get right into it or should we talk about our weekend? Welcome to the Style Situation Podcast. We're your hosts, Tamar and Kiara. Hang out with us while we discuss this week's fashion highlights. Oh yeah, why don't we catch up on our weekend? Okay. All right, fair. Well, because well, because there was another amazing party happening the same week. I'm talking about my birthday. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm saying that I'm still recovering from your birthday. No, it I was know, me so too. much fun. Thank you. I'm really glad you liked it. I'm glad you had fun. My birthday was like last weekend, the 14th, but um, majority of my friends were free on the 22nd. And I love karaoke. I love singing. I love all the like performancey kind of things. So I thought it'd be really fun to get a group of girls together and go do karaoke. And then we went out to dinner at Toulouse and it was really fun. It was so nice. It was girls that I didn't really know that well, or I hadn't seen in a long time. And so it was a really fun mix. I wouldn't normally enjoy karaoke myself, but I found myself grabbing the microphone the whole (laughs) night. I really thought that I was going to lose my voice. I was screaming. I was so excited. It was so fun. I'm so glad you had fun. Yeah. I definitely was like a mic hog. Now thinking back, I'm like, oh my God, I would like hear a song that I was like, oh, I know this one. And I just like, we were all screaming. Mic hog. They need to have more microphones. They only had two for like a room of like 15 people. And I feel like that's not enough. Bring your own microphone. You need to all the podcasters. BYOM. Bring your own mic. You know, maybe I should invest in one for the next time. Just hook it up to their system. <laughs> yeah, we'll bring our podcasting mics. Do you like have a karaoke song? I don't karaoke. Mm-hmm. I just discovered my karaokeing self for your birthday. Oh my gosh. Well, we have to do it more. Um, I know I've gone to other karaoke. I think I've been going to karaoke's very randomly, like every few years, somehow, like somebody invites me or whatever. And people that are there take it so seriously. Like some people have like their songs that they've practiced and that they know they're going to kill. And then they go up and like belt out this ballad or whatever. But those are like those bigger, like karaoke, maybe bars. This was a, um, this was like a private room or you can rent out private rooms in this place. So I rented out one of the private rooms. So there's like no strangers there. It's like everyone from your party is there. And there's like a a TV that plays the songs or like it plays the words of the songs. And then you can see the music video too. So if nobody's singing, like the music will just kind of keep playing and they'll go to like some other song and you could like sit and be chatting with a friend or whatever. It's not like, it's like a really fun, easy kind of thing and then you're not embarrassed to sing in front of like strangers although you might be embarrassed to sing in front of your friends so it just depends it was not that vibe at all but i do <laughs> know there was someone that i once brought to a karaoke party as my date and he knew every single lyric to ignition and i found oh. it to be really impressive but other than that i've really only gotten into group karaoke and like i think that disney is always a fun move like oh yeah a whole oh new gosh. world <gasps> that would have been so good i feel like two hours wasn't enough thought it would be a long time and then at the end of the two hours I was like oh this is like not enough time but I wanted to go to dinner too I didn't want to spend the whole time there yeah I think that we would have gotten worn out and we were starving (laughs) anything else I mean that was you know that was my birthday party it was so fun but I had an action-packed weekend yeah you had other stuff going on I had like 
a few friends in Austin in town from. Oh yeah, Tamar like went to Austin. I took the Vaughn Lane for the first time. Everybody had been bragging about it, and I said, "Why not?" I had a friend in town from LA, and uh, and then in town as in in Austin. Yes. Okay. So, but then you saw another friend too. So you went and saw like a couple friends, and then made it back in time for your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know how I could never. I wouldn't survive. Oh, and then last night I had an engagement party that was fabulous, and Mm -hmm. it was a fun fashion friend, and she was wearing. Something really pretty from Rosie Asuline, and it was a very full weekend. I'm barely standing. (laughs) I know. We're exhausted right now. But, oh, speaking of engagement part, this is what, should we start talking about? Now let's jump in. Okay, now let's jump in. Okay, you take it away. So Sophia Richie got married over the weekend, and all the looks were dazzling. Mm -hmm. I was really, really impressed. I didn't know that she had this in her. She, like, came with her guns out. Like, Mm -hmm. The overarching silhouettes were longer, cleaner, overall just grown up, chic, monochromatic, really pretty fabrics. I feel like she's really grown up from like a glitzy teenager, clubby, mm-hmm. grungy into like something really very, sophisticated and beautiful. I was just going to say like elegant, sophisticated, very, you know, aspirational. I mean, I was I was really impressed. It was just definitely not choices I would think a young starlet would be making, and I've just I've definitely been inspired. One hundred percent. I think that it was gorgeous. I think that we're watching her turn into an it girl mm-hmm. if she hasn't already. Before she was someone she was already, but I feel like she wasn't always thrust into the spotlight the way like a Haley Bieber or whatever. Maybe she didn't put herself there as much. But I really think that she's stepping from, like, Mm -hmm. a model-off-duty crop top look into, like, a Carolyn Bassett, like, iconic. Mm -hmm. I'm really inspired myself because if anyone knows me, I'm very trend-driven. I have a lot of tattoos. Like, I have a tooth gem. I'm not a classic. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have multiple, pe- like, you have looking at your ears, you have, like, a couple of, um, what are they called, like, climber? Not climber, but it's, like, they're huggies that, like, have, like go little, all the way up. A couple and... of piercings on your ears, like, three on one side, two on the other. Like, I have two piercings. Like, I even think, like, getting a third is, like, ooh, edgy. <laughs> yeah, so I have, like, hand tattoos. Like, I'm, like, to the max, but this was really pretty, and I really, like, think that she's done a good job. Mm-hmm. I feel like, do you think that this is where where we're all kind of not where we all are but maybe where fashion and the trends quote unquote is kind of going now are we moving towards like this more classic quiet luxury old money like that whole look and aesthetic is been really infiltrating yeah i think that 2023 is definitely the bridge from logo mania trends flash in the pan looks to mm-hmm. quiet luxury like fabrics and silhouettes and not knowing immediately who designed something, but having an idea like that looks rich. Like they're elegant. They're elevated. They have a yacht. <laughs> that like, kind of outfit. Like you can tell by my outfit, I have a yacht, I have a plane. Like that is what you'd wear on a yacht in 2023, as opposed to five years ago, you might see mm-hmm. CC logos everywhere or yeah. Fendi logos everywhere. I'm thinking of like the 
Nicki Minaj Fendi collab. I feel like we already went through this whole evolution too, though, from like Y2K already in like the 2000s where everything was monograms and now we're already and then it came back and now we're already out of it again like are we already leaving the monograms and all the and all the like logo brand recognition i think so i think that it also moves into remember we were talking about balenciaga was focusing on their tailoring yeah and they're getting away from from their name so obviously stamped on everything mm-hmm. walking away from the controversy and focusing on how something is made and how beautiful something is and the craft of it I think goes hand in hand with this quiet luxury. Do you think? Can we tie that together? I mean, that's what it is. If you think about the evolution of just even ready to wear, I mean, back even when my parents were growing up in Italy, you would buy the fabric that's in season from the tailor and they would have their outfits custom made and your shoes were custom made. Wait, who is getting all this couture done? (laughs) Apparently that was the norm for my family in Italy that Uh, you and my my mom's dad, um, no, sorry, my mom's grandfather was a tailor as well. So we would get all the new fabric in season, would make all the, um, the patterns, the outfits that were in season and trending for that time. And his family was basically the models around town and everyone would come and order. Of course they were. <laughs> Look at you. That's amazing. No, and yeah, that's what so that's fashion what, used to be. Like and that's used- what it used to be. That was, you, you know, they weren't stamping like their labels or their brands on it. That was the fabric. This was the style that it was being made and if you just think of how how long ago was that like barely a hundred years ago and now everything's like plastic soles on your shoes instead of leather like i know that my mom coming from italy when we would go shoe shopping like she would never let me buy anything that had a plastic sole she was like this is rubber like why would you put rubber on your shoes what like, trainers I mean, did you have i know except for the running shoes except for the trainers and stuff you were in ballet slippers that's really. true yeah that's true no, I did run track and cross country too. So not for long, but I did. <laughs> but going back to, you know, it's it's so new for us to have this concept of fast fashion. Fast fashion. It is newer. And for all the luxury houses to to have the same process as Yeah. Like it's almost like the luxury houses went into the I mean they did into go that into space. The, that faster fashion process. I mean, how else are you gonna get something? within two, you know, so fast. Our demands now as consumers, we're so demanding. We want things like yesterday. You can't wait for somebody to like make it for you custom. I'm wondering, do you have any predictions on what this is going to do for brands like Area, Mock and Mock, the really flashy logo over the top brands? What do you think? How do you think that they'll be able to keep up with this concept? I think that there's always going to be a customer 100%. Now that everything is so attainable, there's always going to be a customer for the flashier. It might not be, maybe it's not going to be as big, you know, which is going to be a problem for them. Maybe they'll do less logos. Maybe they'll try and go into like a cleaner aesthetic and just kind of go with the trends and make that a trend. I was actually just but, imagining, and if Aria's listening, I really want you to make this dress. Oh, no. <laughs> Imagine the Sophia Ritchie rehearsal dinner dress. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was all Chanel. But imagine that area making it in a bright fuchsia, but just diamond-covered monochromatic. Mm-hmm. I think that they could move into something like that as opposed to, like, the the diamonds being accents. It almost being applied to the whole fabric mm-hmm. as, like, a monochromatic. You can contact Tamar for her, her <laughs> ideas. 
I know. I'm like, I mean, if we see that soon, are we, <laughs> what are we going to do? Sorry. I'm like this. I have, I'm just drinking some champagne left over for my birthday and it's already making me like, <laughs> what's happening? We're getting creative on the bubbles. I know. So what do you think this is going to do to brands that like Acris and I mean, Hermes is so well known as like a quiet luxury that it's almost not, but it kind of is. I think but we're going like- away from from flash in the pan, it bags from mm-hmm. designers that are like designer, but mm-hmm. aren't Hermes. And I feel like Bottega used to be quiet luxury and then they became, you know, then they moved into the trendier space with like their very recognizable bags, even though there were no logos on them. And But they, they were so recognizable. Genius I mean... Though. They did a great job moving into that space. But now if we're going back into quiet luxury, like how, like, are they quiet luxury now? They're so recognizable. I think that there is something still nice about the texture and the woven and the, mm-hmm. there isn't a logo. I would be more concerned about like a Gucci. Oh yeah. No, Gucci or... is like the antithesis. Antithesis. <laughs> the champagne <laughs> Antithesis. Love it. Although I do love, like, you know, you love a little flash, but I think we're going to see more classic bags that have stood the test of time, like the Birkins and the Kellys, mm-hmm. become something that's more seen on the streets and everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I if you can see, get your hands on yeah, it, yeah, I already see them so often. I mean, I do, but I feel like it's. I wonder if the, if you had the choice between three, four, five, six handbags. Like an Alvi, a Chanel. A oh, this Gucci. is a good game. Okay, what? Well, this is a game. <laughs> or what are my choices? One Kelly. Oh, uh, hands down. A Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. Are you a Kelly or a Birkin girl? I'm a Kelly. Uh, me too. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so pretty. I just love the lines. Beautiful. Beautiful. What size would you get? Twenty-five. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Twenty-five or thirty, I think. Yes. Yeah. Too, but the, I don't like the ones that are so big. I wouldn't the, say no. I, I wouldn't for say the no. record. Like, no, for the record, I wouldn't turn it down, but. For my clients, when they had one, it was so important for them to have one. I never understood it like the past few years. Mm -hmm. That's so true. When I was younger and the Kelly and Birkin, it was with Birkin when I was younger, was really popular. It was very like this it bag somehow. And I remember just thinking like, oh my God, that is like such an old lady bag. Like what? But it was the big one. It was like the big Birkin that was kind of bulkier and oversized a little bit and Paris Hilton was carrying around on her like frail arm and I was like she probably had three chihuahuas get it it. yeah there was exactly loaded with chihuahuas and I was like okay I don't know this bag is just looking like I wouldn't am I 60 now like I don't know I wanted whatever trend there was a bucket bag a big statement Celine bag whatever it was but now I yeah we were so driven by trends still are a little bit but now you want the now you have very, very particular tastes or things that you're looking for? Yes. I feel like with myself, I have been going towards monochromatic looks and longer silhouettes, a little bit slinkier. Mm-hmm. And now the Sophia Ritchie wedding weekend has really like solidified yes. that. So we should talk about what we were kind of discussing before. We're like, is she the new Haley? As I in think so. this like celeb worship that Haley had been you know, she had getting, us on a chokehold. Yeah. Yeah. She had us on a chokehold. I mean, I still like her, but so you say yes. So I, is like 100%. the new it girl. Yes. Yeah. Do we feel like, are we transferring kind of from 
Haley having that, now this is kind of going into relationships, but how Haley has like the pop star husband and now Sophia's like with her elevated luxury has like this serious businessman husband that's like not really on, like as far as I can tell, he's not like this celebrity, like she's kind of putting him in that celebrity sphere. Yeah. And he's old money from what I understand. Right. And not like a self-made tattooed street style. Right. So it's going to be like, they're like the new it couple that's going to take us into the next, the rest of 2020. Three. Well, the 2020s. Oh, like in two, two years. I don't want to talk like about 2030. Years, That's 2030 is not happening, but <laughs> I think they'll be the hot couple for the next two years at least. Couple years. Okay. But they're giving JFK Carol, Carolyn Bassett, don't right. you think? Yeah. Bassett? I, Bassett, I thought. I mean, I'm Canadian for the record, so <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> I do have to do my like citizenship test though, so I should know some stuff. You have to take the test even though you're married? Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. So, little known fact, my family immigrated to the States in 1980. I was born here. And because I was born here, I didn't have to get... Oh, yeah, right. No. You don't have to do the test. My whole third grade class went to go see my entire family get their citizenships. Oh, my God. That was a field trip. I I was so traumatized. I blocked it out of my memory. And then a girl in the fifth grade was like, I know you. You were the girl that we saw her family. You were our field trip. <laughs> Your family becoming citizens was our field trip. And Can civics you lesson. how mortifying that was? That's amazing. I guess now I appreciate it. I mean, they, they need to learn. <laughs> yeah, your class needed to learn. Matt is like still shocked at like the process it takes to become a citizen. It's hard. My yeah. mom, my it was a really cute story. My mom uh, cheated on the test. She asked the oh. test taker <laughs> to ask her husband the questions because he's so smart. Oh wow! But she, yeah, she. But it's got, like if you're married and it's like a legitimate relationship. Like if you don't know the answer to a couple things. Um, oh, so I forgot to put this part of the story in. So oh, when my parents moved to the state. I'm remembering this is important. When my parents came over to the States, they never thought they would stay here. They were like, it's a joke. We don't want to be here. We want to go back to Israel ASAP. We're mm-hmm. just here to finish up my dad's doctorate. And so they, on the green card sheet, they put 20 years. And so when 20 years were up, they were like, oh, okay. we have to do this. So that's why my whole. Oh, they got to choose how many years? Yeah. Oh, wow. The year was. No, mine expires in like 10. Like I have to renew or be a citizen. So TikTok. (laughs) What else should we talk about? Okay, Tamar. So the old money aesthetic is in, but we are also in a recession. So how are we going to be looking rich and expensive and elegant if we are on a budget? Well, something that I've been doing is I accidentally discovered, I was looking for something in my closet and a lot of my dresses from 10, 15 years ago are that old money aesthetic that, Mm -hmm. and when I say that, I'm thinking of the dress that Sophia Ritchie wore one of the days leading up to her wedding that was halter Mm -hmm. and was Mm -hmm. a longer ankle length. I pulled out an old Sony that kind of has that slinky silhouette. So you're shopping your closet. I'm shopping my closet. That have more conservative silhouettes or hemlines that are not as trendy, but are kind of more evergreen. 
as I would say in writing, it's like an evergreen article can always be used because it never goes out. Yeah. So I'm, it's kind of the same with like the dresses or the silhouettes, right? Yeah. I think that we're not going to be buying so many trendy things that mm-hmm. add up that you can only wear a couple times. We're going to be, you're already seeing like vintage pieces and recycled pieces be normalized and cool again. But mm-hmm. I think that's how, that's something that I'm going to implement. Okay, so you're going to be implementing or cutting back cutting back by shopping your closet more, pulling out some pieces from your archives, as yes. what you were saying earlier. I was talking about how I'm just done going to the nail salon every month, every other month or whatever. I'm going to be doing a classic, you know, little light pink or white. Manny, I am so tired of maybe like once in a while I'll go in and get something done, but it is not going to be like a salon visit. Not only... Do I hate them? Like, they're so boring for me. It's not like a pamper session. I'm like, I need to get out of here. Like, this is such a waste of time. Um, (laughs) But not not only are they so boring for me, but if you're going every month, some people's nails are in the hundreds. In the hundreds. And it's like, how are we doing this every month in this economy? So I feel like for me, that's gone. I 100% agree. I got my acrylic nails taken off for the first time in two years. And I'm going to be going into that ballet colored, neutral. You don't have to do it so often. It's like a $10 manicure. Right. Yeah. You can still go and get it done. Exactly. You can still go get like the, the classic pink, baby pink, like regular manicure done. You don't have to just do it at home, but yeah, not like the big acrylic crazy decorations and everything, which are super fun. And I think they're really cute to look at. I'm just kind of like not going there anymore. I'm not in that direction anymore. I agree. I think that's an easy way to modify your look and look a little bit more classic and save some money. Let's talk jewelry. Something that I would love is if I had like an heirloom piece, like clean Mm -hmm. lines, diamonds. I think that we're not going to be seeing the chunky gold as I'm wearing all chunky gold stuff. (laughs) But I I, I do like the chunky gold. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like the 80s chunky gold that was like so trendy the past few years is just going to you know, get smaller, not as chunky. Well, I think that you're seeing tennis necklaces. Oh, I love. I love. And if you have one or if you have your mom's or something like that, you're in luck. Mm -hmm. That's all you need. Oh, yeah. I might be finding an Amazon dupe. Oh, I said no cheap things. I know. Darn it. (laughs) You'll have to buy the real thing. (laughs) No, I'm I'm so on board with you on this. Like when I get ready now, I just want to have like a really – classic kind of diamond earring, minimal rings that are like, I don't want my hand covered in rings. A tennis necklace would be lovely. Yeah. That kind of maybe the matching bracelet, you know, just really elegant, like be very conscious with my jewelry purchases for the next few years. So let's talk about quiet luxury purchases, but that have Maybe the look of quiet luxury, you don't have to be spending thousands, but that elevated look is like what we're trying to achieve. Like what, what are we purchasing? I think something that'll carry us into multiple seasons and multiple years is a high neck, long sleeve, or maybe cap sleeve, Mm -hmm. longer knit dress. Something Mm -hmm. you can wear with a flip flop, with a boot, with a pump. That sounds beautiful. I'm really looking at... I'm really looking at like a slightly bigger bag, not oversized, but not like those like mini minis that, you know, I just have a ton of now. 
That's like in a really fabulous leather, like a classic leather color. Like a luggage or black. Yes, like a luggage or black. <laughs> <laughs> or a cream would be really nice too. Oh, yeah, I do love a cream. Also, just a really classic straight jean. I know, I know. And we've talked about jeans on our like trend lists too. But yes, like a darker denim, classic straight jean. I like a medium. The medium, yes, yes, not dark, not dark denim. Like, looks like you stole your big brother's jeans, maybe. Mm-hmm. Just like a classic men's 501, maybe tailored to you. Mm, that sounds nice. Oh, I love a tailor. And like a clean white shirt, like blouse button up or button down. That you can wear different ways. You mm-hmm. can wrap it around. You can wear it backwards. You can wear it tucked in, halfway tucked in. Ooh, another thing is the, um, the Hermes scarf. Doesn't yes. have to be Hermes, but like... You know, beautiful silk scarf that you can wrap over your hair, like over your head when you're in a convertible in the south of France. (laughs) (laughs) You know, all the time. Or around your neck or on your bag. Like that's just so Like a twilly for your neck or for your bag. No, not the twilly, like the big ones. Oh, the big ones. Yeah, the big ones like like over your head. I like the big ones. Because you can put it over your shoulder, like over a dress. Like they're just so universal. You could put it over the dress that you were talking about. You can have it on your bag, on your hair. Anyways, what else? A classic ballet flat. We talked about this in our trends list, but I feel like this is the classic ballet flat. I feel like that's quintessential. It's true. Old money, old money look. All right, can we think of anything else? Like what else should we be looking at? We covered everything. Jewelry, handbags. I can't believe for once I'm not saying diamonds and feathers. Diamonds (laughs) and feathers. I mean, jewelry, diamonds. Awesome. So have a great week, everyone. And till next time. See you next week. Bye.